dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 123 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Tommy wanted me to say 192. He almost did. I almost did. Um, it's Saturday. It is. It is weird. It is weird. We've had a, busy, we've had a busy, out. stupid work. Is it still? The sun's still out, yeah. I mean, it's getting ready to go down. Getting there. It'll be down before we're done. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, we had a busy week. We've been trying to redo the studio. We've got our camera equipment and whatever so yeah, here yeah. in the next hopefully week or two you'll be able to watch the orphans of the american dream podcast but i'm dumb bum, bum, and bum, maybe bum. That's my music. maybe we'll have some uh special video reports a la a paul joseph watson or something that we can produce yeah yeah things are Changing very drastically here at Orphans of the American Dream, and we thank the first installment of the coronavirus relief package for the equipment we have procured. Is that what you bought the mics with? No, I mean, I didn't buy it. You bought it, but that's where I assume the money came from. I didn't buy the mics. You bought the mics. I bought the video equipment. Oh, that is where the mics came from. I forgot I bought the mics. Yeah, you did, and the board. That's why I didn't tell you guys what I spent. Oh, I told you what I spent, but I just took care of it. Oh, you know what? I've been I felt a little guilty recently because I don't know why. I thought you bought the mics and the board. I should have just kept my damn. You should have. I've I've been I like thinking. Sent you a bill for the video equipment. I've been thinking in my head. I'm just like, <laughs> man, I need to buy something. Like, I bought the first round of everything, and then I was like, shit. I think like I feel like I was like, damn. Now I'm feel kind of guilty. I feel like you have rebought everything and spent more money than I did. And I'm like, no, we split it. Actually, when you rebought the new mics and the board and whatever, you spent less than you did the first time. Well, I know, but we also bought like seven pieces of equipment that we should have returned. And because I'm lazy, I didn't. And I ended up just throwing them away like six months later. That's fair. And we made a mistake this time. I made a mistake. Oh, with the board. I, I told yeah. him to buy the wrong one. The board, that's a good board. It's, it's a great it's board. A board. I love it. But. You could have had a better one. Well, and that better one. Leaves and bounds better. Well, sound wise, maybe not, but it's Bluetooth. Oh yeah, the ability. it has a card. Yeah, and we could take it with us on the road if we yeah, wanted to. The ability of it was way better. Yeah. We can take this one with us, but we don't have to have any cords with that one. Yeah, that would be well. A, we have to have the mic cords, but that's simple. That's that the, is simple. You know, that's not a big deal. It records <laughs> on itself. Yeah, <laughs> don't have to have a computer. Yeah, that would be that Sick. would be crazy. Yeah. Imagine how many, le- even with the video, imagine how many less monitors you would have. Because, I mean, right now, it's looking <laughs> like you're going to have, like, because Justin's going to be the producer. Yeah. That's changing because he's got the video stuff and he knows how to work that. And he's, he's actually loving it. We were playing with it over the weekend. Yeah. We're still trying to get it figured out, but uh, he's really excited about it. And so for right now, he has two monitors, and then he would have that one as well, right, for the this? board stuff? Or is he just going to use those ones? Use potentially three monitors. Well, we can get him a different monitor. This He'll is pr- this is a computer I'm on. Well, right, I know. He won't. Doing? He wouldn't want that one. I was just counting screens. I mean, yeah, he he te- probably would want three. Could. I, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't even know if we're going to... I mean, honestly, I don't know if we're going to use this pro- program we're using to record anymore. Oh, the more, no, I, I'm i with you on because that. I think, I think it's all going to go off that You can just program, download it and extract program. the audio for the podcast. Yeah. Well, the video will be the podcast on the website. We'll just upload it there. Oh, yeah. And we can put it on YouTube. Actually, I just, we have a YouTube account. So as you can tell, we're still figuring all this out. Yeah, I, I we we for the debate last week, we Justin made a video and it's got quite a few views. Thank you for watching it and sharing it. Yeah, you guys are kick ass, by the way. Um, but I posted that on our YouTube page, and we haven't posted anything on our YouTube page since like the Cash Jackson run up to the yeah. Membership. One of my one of my friends actually messaged me last week and thought that I was Cass Jackson. <laughs> um, you sound nothing like him. Well, it's and not, you it's look not because nothing I, well, like him. so two things. She's never seen me, and she's never heard me. It's all been communication through text, uh, um, how we met and whatnot. And she's like, are you Cass Jackson? I was just on your, <laughs> on your, on your guys' uh, YouTube page, and I was like, oh, no. But it does make sense that you thought that because we post a lot of his stuff. and Yeah, we worked with him. All of our videos on our YouTube channel are all Cash Jackson related, so it makes sense. But yeah, so that that was really funny. I was like, oh, no, I'm I'm definitely not Cash Jackson. (laughs) I was like, I wish I was Cash Jackson, but I'm not. All of the social media may be a mute point here pretty damn soon. It's pretty accurate. That's why uh, we have a website. We're going to explode and... Just become Fox News, basically, because that's what happens when you get power. You become the enemy. Sasquatch is giving me the evil eyes. It's because I'm a communist. I'm not really giving you evil eye. I'm confused. Yeah. I don't need to understand. It's okay. I don't even understand. I'll fight it when it happens. I was just saying words. <laughs> it's a weird episode. Daylight Saturday. Uh huh. Not supposed to be. Yeah, it's not summer. It's not summer. Because sometimes it's it's still light out when we yeah, start it's, recording. Yeah, it's really close to hibernation season. Like I was thinking mm-hmm. about that recently. I was like, man, winter's coming. Like I need I'm, I need to get seeing my my like bartenders and stuff because I'm not going to be going out in the wintertime like I do now. And I was like, I'm not going to be like going anywhere. I basically stay home in the wintertime. Yep. Unless there is chicanery afoot. It usually is. Which you got more than you think. Huh? We've, we've driven back from the bar in the snow before. <laughs> no, 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 for sure. But usually it's like, I feel like in the wintertime, it's more of like a once a month trip than, oh. it, than it is a twice a week trip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. You got your fan handy dandy phone ready? I am so ready. Are we ready for me? Tommy is playing producer today. I... By the way, it's just the comrade and the Sasquatch today. Justin is spending time with his children. Yes. Um, and we didn't record when we normally do because well, we were trying to get the video stuff worked and, out. And he had his scare. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, he's negative or whatever, but there yeah. was a, a contact issue with the COVIDs. Yeah. You know, those are happening. And uh, But, yeah, he came back negative, and he's fine, but now he's, he's yeah. with the kids. So yep. family first. So Yeah, so without further ado... <laughs> Is that coming out of my phone? Yeah. Why did it do that? Okay, hold on, hold on. 
stop, you dirty bitch. <laughs> you fucking listen to me, all right? Oh, I said... <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. Make that... Why is it not... Is it not in all the way? Oh, it might not have been in all the way. Let's Story try. of your life, huh? Let me try it again. <laughs> there it hey. is. Oompa. This is going to be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> And you got to pause it because it'll just play again. <laughs> Welcome to Comrades Corner. This is one hell of a show, let me tell you. I now have to stop making fun of everyone who makes stuff, makes mistakes producing now because now I have also done so. Um, Welcome to the club. I'm not going to lie. I forgot what I was going to talk about. Do you remember? The talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So today we're going to talk about something... That is near and dear to my heart. And it is the talk. If you have not heard recently, there are um, commercials and political pundits around the world talking about the talk. If you didn't know what the talk is, the talk. The birds and the bees? No, no. The more important talk, the more racially justice warrior talk. The one that only black families have with their children to tell them. To keep their hands on the wheel when a cop is approaching the car and not to reach into the glove box because they might get shot because the cop might think they're reaching for a gun. The uh, talk where you tell your kids not to wear wife beaters or hoodies out because you might get shot by the cops or be uh, misrepresented as someone else. Or the talk where you're not supposed to be loud and aggressive when you're talking to police officers and you're supposed to be compliant and, and listen to their orders or you might get shot or the talk where when you are in a group of your friends, you're supposed to be quiet and docile and not be too loud as to draw attention to yourself. So they will think that you might be doing something wrong. I have some information for the black community. You're not the only motherfucker jackasses brothers mother brothers that get this talk all right as far as i know everybody gets this talk you know why my dad told me to put two hands on the wheel when i get pulled over it was so i didn't get shot because it's a very miss it's a very scary thing for the officer when i'm reaching in the glove box and he's walking up to the car you know why my dad told me not to wear clothing that criminals routinely wear so i'm not misidentified as a criminal in the area that criminals wear what i am wearing you know why my dad told me that i should be nice to the police officers i've been over this before because when i grew up the cop would kick your ass truthfully i think the cop would still kick my ass in town if, if i was acting a fool you do these things so you don't get your ass kicked and you don't get shot you know what my dad told me? That you had to be quiet and be nice when you were in a group of people in public because it's respectable. And if you don't, you look like a fool and it does draw attention to you. These are not racially individual issues. Everyone has these issues. And I'm not even going to take the bait and say only black people don't follow them. I'm just saying only black people 
are pretending they're the only ones that have the conversation. And that's Comrade's Corner. Oh, I added the music too. Okay. Well, that's uh, hilarious. I totally was looking at you to do it, and I've been the one doing it. That's okay. I'll add it in. Okay, cool. <laughs> do my little Oi. dance. That's how I do it. Too. Yeah. Do a little <laughs> Russian dance. The knees. Yeah. Yeah. It's respectful, not respectable. You're okay. You're ranting. It's okay. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he, is that, is that all of this goes back to respect. You're right. Yeah. All, yeah. It all goes back to respect. And it, it it blows my mind that they're having this conversation. What do they call? Like they this. have these these they got these uh, two goony looking lawyers that do a video. It's called Shut, Shut the, Up. Oh man, you damn are not, already two dollars in the hole. I'm not doing good. I have it too today. <laughs> it's Shut the $2. F up Fridays. Oh, it's fifty cents. I was gonna say we owe a dollar. We Sorry, owe, we, we we up this stuff or what? I mean, if you keep going at the rate you are, we're gonna have to. There we go. I got it. Ray, we have, I haven't I haven't messed up in a long time. Oh. Let's try and microphone when microphones attack. Yep. So far it's been a good time. <laughs> I think we know what we'll tell Justin to name this, and it'll probably be the bleep show. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna call it the shit show. <laughs> Fair, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's just mind boggling. And you know what? I've seen these things. I have I have friends of uh, all different areas, and you see these posts like, you know, you're from uh, Mississippi, or you know, you're from Florida, or you know, you're from here, or you know, from there, and you're like, I mean, I do that too. Mm-hmm. I, I've done that my whole life. Uh, we did that in my area. And then you see the ones that are coming out now. I feel like are are very race related. And it's like you're not you, you, you're not black unless you know this, or, or you, you're not you know, or, or you know you, you know you grew up in a black family when this is how this thing was done, or if you ate this food or this same thing. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, shit, I didn't even know. I grew up in a black family. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like who knew? Like, yep. I thought my dad was Irish. But yeah, it's it's just like people separate themselves so much. It's like we all have very similar experiences for the most part. That's the thing. And that's the thing the media tries to and do. Yeah, they try to separate us so mm-hmm. much. And that's what this is. Well, the same thing with the politicians. It's not just the media, but it's yeah. everybody. And that's what this is. This is the same game. I don't give a rat's hairy ass what color you are as long as you're a decent person to me. If you treat me fine, we'll be cool. Yeah, what did I, I used to say, it was a dickhead thing to say because I was kind of a dickhead at the time, but I was like... You still are, but that's okay. I I'm less now. But I, <laughs> I used to tell everybody back then, I was like, trust me, like when I first meet you, I hate you just as much as I hate everybody else. Yep. I was like, I'll get to know if I like you later. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I'm going to hate you for a while first. And that was pretty true back then. I was kind of, a, like I said, I was an asshole, but... Um, and now it's just a really, really, really nice guy. You're supposed to back me up here. Sometimes. No, you are. All right, there we go. I don't call people that are reprobates brothers, so. No, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it, but I mean, it, it goes down to the golden rule. And whether you're a Bible person or not, if there's anything in that book that's awesome, it's that, the golden rule. Treat people how you want them to treat you. Exactly. If you're an asshole, I'll probably ignore you. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be an asshole to you. 
I mean, I might if you really piss me off. Yeah, it depends. Situational. Everybody's but, got their trigger. Yeah. If you're cool, we'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've noticed, you know, people, the black people I've been around, they like me. I don't know why, but I do know why. I've never had an issue, I'm honest. I think. I'm, I'm bluntly honest, and I think they appreciate that. Well, I think, I don't think they're any different than anybody else. It's just, it's like you, you get in that clicky crowd every once in a while, yeah. just like you do around here. Like, yeah. There's plenty of people around here that, mm-hmm. that they, they literally only have white friends, and it's not because they're racist. It's because that's all it's here. they've never left here, and yeah. that's the only people they know. Mm-hmm. And it makes them a little ignorant to how things are done in other cultures. And that's fine. It's whatever it is what it is. That's the kind of stuff, I, and to go on a little tangent here, that's the kind of stuff I think they catch Trump on for being racist all the time, is the things that he doesn't understand or the things that they take out of context because he doesn't mean it a certain way, but they're, 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 they think he does because they assume he should understand this thing that he doesn't understand that they understand because I don't know why. But it's like, I think people in, the, in areas like this in rural America get caught up in that. Yeah. And, uh, well, back to what I said as far as black people liking me and whatever, I don't treat them any different. Yeah. I'm the same asshole to everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you, you will attest to it. We argue and fight all the damn time. I don't care. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's, that's not hateful. No, it's, it, 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 it's, we're debating. Yeah. I don't, I'm not scared of them. There's no reason to be scared of them. Right. We're all humans. Right. Our blood's all red when it pours out. Right. Um, I don't treat them any differently. Mine's a little bit of a gold flavor, but it's whatever. A little bit of a gold flavor, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a crop above all you simpletons. Fair. I mean. That... He said fair. I want that on the record. He <laughs> agreed with that. Okay, everyone? I am, I'm, I'm a god. You are that's, not a god. You're a communist. Gonna, I'm going to get struck down. All right, I'm done. Communist. Take it back. They inject a little bit of pigment into you, so you think you're better. <laughs> a little bit of the red. Then, a little bit of the red dye. <laughs> a little bit of mother Russia. Anyway, yeah, no. Be you regardless of where you're at. Yeah. The people that'll like you will be by you. The ones that don't, well, you know what I think about that. F them. Absolutely. Um. Just be authentic. I think that's the main thing. You got to be authentic. And yeah, I agree with that. And I think there's so many people that don't even know what that means. No, don't hell even no. know how to do that. Well, Everyone, yeah. I think society as a whole is just a mask. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not getting like all philosophical, like Jim Carrey style, but I mean, well, li- that's not where you want to go. Probably, I know, I know. But I'm saying, I'm like, like everybody just covers. It's so freeing to let go of the care of what other people think of you and just live your life. And then there is a thing that has to happen. You have, once you do that, you have to actually focus on living a better life because if you don't, that lack of care that you have for what other people think of you will turn you into a shit bag. And that is the, the, I guess the perception of people who say, I don't care what people think of me because that's what happens to some people. You have to actively be a better person when you don't care what people think of you because if you don't, there's nothing to push you in that direction. You have to have a good moral compass. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. 
have to be true to yourself. And right. if you're true to yourself, you're a good person. Yeah, I'll say it. I mean, there's years in my late mid my mid twenties when I got to that point and I was like, my point. I got to that point and I was like, I I truly don't care what people think of me. Like I'm going to live my life the way I want, and that's the way I'm going to live it. And I was not a great guy. I was not a great person for probably two, two, three years. I had a lot of really good friends. I did a lot of really cool things. I had a lot of good times. Um, but as far as like me now and me then, me now is 10 times better person than, than me then was. And not just because years have passed, you know, because I've you grew? put effort and I grew. I put effort into being a better person. Yeah. And that's the key to not caring about what other people think. And so many people give a shit yeah. about that. And that puts you in a prison of forcing you to become an ideology that maybe yeah. you don't actually agree with. Maybe you just think you do. I'll give you an analogy here. If the Sasquatch and the comrade go out to the bar mm-hmm. or any public specter, whatever, we know who the social butterfly is. And we know the person that doesn't say a lot is... Yeah, I mean, I definitely just sit there at the bar quiet and content, <laughs> and, and the Sasquatch goes around and talks to every single person in the bar at least four times a night and just can't <laughs> keep his mouth shut. I mean, that's definitely what happens. You just no, described yourself perfectly. I know, I know that. I know exactly who I am. <laughs> like, I actually have friends who are who, who don't like to go out with me because they know they're not actually going out with me. We're just riding in the car together. Yeah. Because once we get there... I am out at the bar with everyone else who's out at the bar. Mm-hmm. I will bounce around circle to circle and talk to every single person there, whether I know them or not. And the people I came with, I might not say two words to because I know them already. <laughs> it works well because honestly, don't care. Yeah, I and I, mean, you get it. Like, you, I'll come by. We'll chill a little bit. We'll talk a little bit. But like, I can think of like the last probably two or three times we've gone to the bar. We have hung out at the bar probably five minutes of it. Yeah, pretty much. Because, yeah, you sit at the bar, you hang out, you talk to the bartender and the handful of friends that also sit at the bar and, and sit there. And sometimes I pop over there every five or ten, every every little while. And It's other not times, to be I misconstrued <laughs> with that I am just this quiet, non-social person. I'll talk to anybody if they come talk to me. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't seek it out. Yeah. I where, really don't seek it out. Where I, I definitely do. I don't need it. I'm, I'm looking around and I'm like, who's my best friend tonight? Oh, that guy. Well, let's see here. Let's watch him for a little bit. No, I don't like him anymore. About that guy. <laughs> yeah, we can see about that guy. Hey, guy, are we friends? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're friends. Okay, cool. Let's do shots. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, I guess that really happens where we do shots. But No, it doesn't. I did one last time we went. Yeah, I did one. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know when that changed. I'm old. Yeah, I get it, but I don't know when it changed. I don't know when I stopped doing shots. I'm okay with it. Very, very, very okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I'll still do. I, I, I don't go out and get hammered. Yeah, I'll never turn. I've, I'll never turn down a shot. I if won't. Someone, I well, it depends on what it is. Nope, doesn't matter. I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll take. I'll take a shot of Malort's. No, that is that is the worst alcohol ever created. I swear to God, it is created to be the worst alcohol ever created. One of my 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 cousin's husband. One of my best friends in the world. He's the coolest guy in the world. I hope you're listening to the show. I don't even. I don't even know if he listens. He likes it. Like that was their wedding alcohol. He had seven bottles and he drank them all. Well, him and the people and his people and he made us drink a shitload too. We we all did shots. But that is what I would say. That's the worst alcohol ever. I will not turn it down. It's a shot. That is that is a respect thing. I think in my my my, my, my head. I get where you're coming from. 
I politely turn it down. Like, that's disgusting. I'm not touching it. Oh, no, no, I'll do it. But it just doesn't happen very often anymore. People mm. don't offer me shots anymore. Maybe it's just because my friend's group is old, too. Yeah. That's probably what it is. I mean, I'm older than you, so. You're I, like 90. It's fair. You're sitting here like, well, we're gonna, let's do a shot of this vodka. I made it with the potatoes we brought over from Ireland. That's my that's my old Sasquatch impression of a <laughs> back in my Sa- day Sasquatch ancestor coming across on the boat. Back in my day, <laughs> um, yeah, no, honestly, I drive him home most nights. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I and, go out. I have fun. I nurse two drinks, and not usually because I need. Sometimes because I need to. Yeah, but not usually just because I have. Obviously, I usually drink more than you do. Oh yeah. So it's just like no, I mean, why nobody's not? a drunk here. Yeah, it's just like why not let you drive? That's just yeah. dumb. I literally, in a four-hour span, have two drinks, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Maybe I'll have a third. I don't know, but I'm just not. Yeah, I usually have. I've always, I've never been a drinker drinker. Yeah. I I can throw down. It was It's always been a social thing to me. Yeah. It just so happened that, you know, from age, you know, 19, 20, right. 21 to like 25, 26, 27. Yeah. Getting shit-faced was the social construct. For high school and college. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm old, and I don't even like to drink beer. I had a beer with supper last night. Yeah, I don't like doing that either. I don't like drinking and eating at the same time. I'll have a beer. When I go out like for wings and whatnot, yeah. I might get a drink or whatever yeah. while I'm waiting on my food. When my food gets there, I'll get a soda or water. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, yeah, I it wasn't bad. I just I drank a lot of beer in my 20s. Yeah. No, I'm with you I don't there. have a taste for it anymore. I'm with you there. I think my thing is... I drink a drink at the at my bar called the Hawaiian Punch because it tastes like Hawaiian Punch and it's delicious. Oh, it's so... You, and we found that on the night of the Cash Jackson Recovery Expedition. It did. Yeah, I kicked it off. Yeah, that was the first time we had one. I've still only had one of those. You know what? I might drink that tonight if I go out. Yeah. Are we going out tonight? I don't know. Probably. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I think my culmination is the mix between... Um, small town USA growing up here and then the military. Those two things turned me into the, the drinker that I am today. Yeah. 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 But I can, I just don't. Yeah. No, I mean, and yeah, I just do. Um, I mean, I am probably by the, by the book, I am definitely an alcoholic by the way they clinically did like say alcoholism is like a, a drink count, you know? There is another metric that I like to use a little more is, is it affecting your life? If alcohol is affecting your life, I call you an alcoholic. Have to have it. Yeah. Not, not, even, not even have to have it. If, if negative things are happening to you in your life because you are um, drinking alcohol, then that to me is alcoholism. Yeah. Or if you are actually clinically addicted where you are drinking because you have to drink. That's you know a little different. But... Uh, if you don't have that, you can still be an alcoholic in my head because of your behavior is is being affected by your drinking. That doesn't happen to me. You know, that's not that's not a problem I have. Yeah. If I if I drink like I do now until I'm ninety, I'll probably have some liver issues. But I mean, I'm probably not gonna like drink less and less every year, really. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah. So I'm completely fine socializing, watching. Yeah, yeah. Or this not is, watching, just being in my own little bubble. This whole episode is just going to be getting to know Sasquatch and Comrade. Who cares? I'm okay with that. It's fun. There's some cool stuff to talk about. Today. There's a lot of crazy things going on. Why not just have some fun? That's not, I mean, everybody knows what's going on. If you're listening to the show, you already know the world's on fire. I mean, what the hell? 
yeah. elections, what, 10 days away now? Being close. Nine? Are, we, yeah. are, we, are we less than double digits yet? I don't have a calendar in front of anybody. Neither do I. Uh, yeah, it was, it was getting close. Well, let's see. Tuesday will be seven, so. Yeah, so we're eight, nine, ten. We're ten days out. This day's almost over. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah, just one last point on Comrade's Corner and what we're talking about, the talk, you know. Be you. Mm-hmm. We all put our pants on the same, I believe, unless you're wearing Unless you're just like athletic and can jump, mm-hmm. I don't know. Or you're sitting on the bed, like I think you could pull off putting your pants on both 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 legs at a time for sitting down. But you gotta stand up to pull them up, especially if you got a fupa like me. Man, you way overthought that. <laughs> I just wanted to say fupa. All right, well, mission success. Then. If you don't know what the term fupa is, look it up. It's fantastic, and it is not. It is a gender. Both ne- neutral. It is dangerous. Yeah, well, I don't know about that garbage. It's okay. That's what I'm here for. Oh my goodness! Should I tell him about my my dog plan? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Sasquatch were downstairs and we're talking about my. Yeah, we my, literally shot this shit for like two and a half hours before we came up here and did this. Yeah, and really nothing about politics. Just basically, this is just, this is what we did. <laughs> we're just we keep, we're just we should have been recording the whole time. We could have had a three hour episode, split it in half, have two. I mean, we've been we've been rocking and rolling. No, so um, um, we're we're looking at the possibility of getting a new dog when one of ours passes away. We have, I mean, honestly, technically we have three potentials. Um, and I was joking about what I was going to name the dog because we want we <laughs> my wife wants to get a French bulldog, and I'm not really against it. Frenchies, so they're kind of cool. And then that came up, and I was like, I just want to name it Frenchie. That's a cool name. It is. And if I, think, I run into a French bulldog working at a house, yeah, this is what brought it up. I, I only call it Frenchie. Yeah, I don't care what its name is. His, you are Frenchie. His name might as well be Frenchie for everyone. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to name it. And then it clicked, and I was like, oh my goodness, the dog I get after that one is going to be, um, I'm just going to name it the opposite gender. So, like, if it's a boy, I'm going to name it like Mandy or Jasmine or. Gwyneth. I think you said Jessica downstairs. If it's a, a girl, I'm going to name it like Bob. Cliff. George Cliff is a good one. Billy. These are all good names. And then when we, the podcast becomes famous and they start saying that I'm homophobic and transphobic and all that madness, I'll be like, what are you talking about? I have a transgender dog. And then boom, I'm free. I am a part of the woke cult crowd. And I'm safe. I think that's how that's going to work. And we have a handful of years before it happens. So don't blow us up quite yet. You know, wait. I'm kidding. Buy a shirt. Buy a hat. I cannot stand when they say phobic, transphobic. This. I'm not scared of you. Yeah. I'm just not you. I think you're <laughs> nutty. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't identify with your path, which. I only fear glitter. It's like uh, the one thing is like, you're going to call me homophobic because I don't like uh, dudes. It's like, uh, okay, fine. I I don't like dudes. I'm sorry. That's not a phobia. It's just, yeah, it's a preference. I'm not afraid. Exactly. They want you to think that, though. I don't fear you. 
I don't agree with the way you operate. Yeah, which is fine. You have a penis. You're not a woman. Yep. And it's totally fine for you to do that. I don't I care. I just don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't care. Exactly. As long as it doesn't affect me, I don't care. Exactly. You want to change laws and change the way people live? The I have a problem with that. The only reason you're hearing our opinion on it is because you decided to start bitching about it. Fair enough. 100%. Honestly. Like, I mean, we can do the gay debate. Yeah, sure. That's been a thing. The transgender debate, that, that blew up because of the bathroom debacle. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. No one gave a crap that you were using the opposite bathroom, and 90% of us didn't know because, let's be real again, some of you trans people look very good in your opposite gender. You fit. I wouldn't know. I don't know why they just don't come to me to solve all these problems because I'm pretty sure I laid this out when we talked about this, the bathroom thing. Yeah. Just have... Restrooms with with a shitter and a sink in it. Anybody can use it. Lock well, the door. Yeah, that's what I, that's that's what was was brought up um, originally. It was just like okay, so take the gender off the bathroom and make them all unisex bathrooms. Yep. And d- done. Problem solved. You don't want your daughter going in there because some guy's gonna go in there. Go in there with her. Yeah. Done. Yep. And that's happened a handful of times. People have been knocked out a handful of times because of that. So I mean, like, it's what it is. Yeah, that's entertainment. But uh, I mean, that's what that's, that's what that's what brought this whole thing up. And in my head, when that was happening, when that first started, I was just like, I mean, if you guys would just shut up and stop talking about it, ninety percent of the people that actually care about this right now didn't even know this was a thing to be caring about. They've been doing this for a fucking day. wow. I can't stop today. Thrice, thrice. You Turn need, me off. Just you need to get me. some rest, sir. No, I really do. You're run ragged. I've driven eleven hours out of the last forty-eight. And I've slept in my bed both times. It's been interesting. I had him come here last night when he got back from where he was at, not knowing he was a zombie. I went to a electronics recycling event to get rid of some unwanted electronics. Mm-hmm. I had him help him load my old D- rear projection TV in the truck, take up there because it's not that it's heavy; it's just big and awkward. Yeah, I get. If I could balance it, I could shot put it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's a super light. It's just you can't pick it up. You can't you, you can't even just like open your arms and grab it. You could. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a fifty five inch TV, and I mean not like a fifty five inch TV today because that makes you sound like a little bitch. But like we're talking a, a, a fifty five inch TV, two thousand seven rear projection, freaking the thing is probably five and a half feet tall, and <laughs> I mean it's big. You know, you know what I mean. The old big TVs, yeah. Because that's how the Sasquatch rolls. Yeah. Hey, you know what that TV cost me? 50 I, bucks. I was going to say 25 because I'm assuming you got it on an auction. No, not an auction. Oh. Got, got it from uh, the Good Vibes. Oh, I thought you were going to say an estate sale. I, I saw like, it on Craigslist. I saw it on Craigslist because <laughs> they advertised them like 50 bucks. It works. Awesome. Oh, the speakers don't work. Okay. It's got audio inputs. I'll just get it. I'll just use Sound my bar. stereo. Yeah. Well, I didn't even go that far. But yeah. I have a stereo and... Like nice stand up speakers, tall ones. That's what I used for the sound on. I thought that was just junk in your living room. Nope. Those are that's how I was that's, that's how the TV works. Amazing. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. You have the high tech stereo system from nineteen eighty nine in your in or you did in your house. That receiver is a pioneer. It's probably like two thousand five ish. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's, that's awesome. All right. That thing bangs, man. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, none of these people cared about this stuff. No. And then all of a sudden they cared because the TV told them to care. Mm. And I won't lie. I, mean, I jumped on that bandwagon too. I actually didn't care as much. I was more just like explaining the situation like in this facet like we're doing now. Yep. But uh, it's just it's just dumb. And I feel like people separate themselves by race, by gender, by, by belief system and think that their experiences are different than all those other belief systems because there's no way we could be similar. And it's like, we are all human. We're all living in the United States of America. Most of us have very similar life ex- experiences. We I was, we were talking about this downstairs too, about like the, the Miley Cyrus, uh, Joe Rogan episode, about how she is unique because she, there are very few people in the world that have a life experience, a growing up condition like her, where not only were you famous at a very young age, but before you were famous, you still had everything because your dad was famous and you know, you blew him out of the water, but you became, you were fame from birth, you know? And she's like, you know, there's no one that can relate to her. Very few. Most. Well, yeah. Mo- yeah. Yeah. Very few. Most, most stars. people, most people can relate to each other. Yeah. And that's what Miley Cyrus has the biggest issue with is that she has no one to relate to. You're sitting here and separating us all by race and ethnicity and this and that and left and right and up and down and saying that our experiences are all different when in reality our experiences are almost all identical. If you are making between thirty and $50,000, if you are in a household that makes less than $100,000 a year and you grew up in a household like that, everyone else who grew up in a household like that has very similar life experiences yeah and it really falls down to the, the the amount of money you make and what kind of life experiences you had growing up and the and the area you grew up in did you grow up in the city did you grow up in the, in the rural area i don't even think that matters it let's does, be real if you sit down and you're having a conversation with somebody you can find something that you can share an experience over yeah you Every, know what? you're right everybody's had a teacher that did something stupid that made them laugh or they hated completely. Yeah. And you can sit down with somebody else completely different. No, that's they can true. Tell that's us true. They, they can tell a story just as funny, but with a, just a little bit of twist on it. That's true. I'll, I'll say, I'll agree with that. The, but I'll say, and it breaks down more the more you separate it. But that's the difference in belief system. That's our individuality. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not our culture. That's not our tribe. But that's what they're trying to make it. They're trying to make mm-hmm. it a tribalism thing, yeah. a tribal system, and that's, that's never worked in the history of humanity. Even when we started, it's just not a way. It's yeah. not a way forward, and that's what they're wanting us to do right now. And now I'm done rambling. Well, it's divide and conquer. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. That's how the politicians do it. That's how the. I mean, let's be real. That's how all the sports teams do it. Yeah, this is my team. I'm going to root for them. I mean, F you. Divide and conquer is a very successful strategy, and it's been used since the dawn of thought. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's honestly, it's even before that, before conscious, I would say before consciousness, just in the animal kingdom will go. You know, the animal kingdom uses it. You separate the you weak separate from the herd. You separate the weak from the herd. Mm-hmm. If you're a hunter, you're eating them. If you're a herbivore, you are separating to save yourself. You do. This is how you do it. This is how you, this is survival. We don't need survival. We're human beings in the world that has society. We need innovation and we need 
philosophy, philosophy. We need these things that no one else has and no one else has had before. And you know how you get to that? We gotta start talking to each other more. Oh yeah, absolutely. Rogan talks about that. I've been I've been on a Rogan kick lately. If you've been in the car driving, yeah, eleven hours of it. So I've been listening to Rogan a lot. Um, Dude, yes, he dropped today. Yeah. Kanye West on his podcast. I don't know That's if I can listen to it. Gonna be insane, and it's damn. It's like three minutes shy of three hours. Yeah, long. I don't know if I can listen. I, I, Kanye West drives me so fucking crazy. But it'll be interesting. That's for sure. He is. He's a thought provoking character. He is so wild, though, man. Uh huh. He's an artist. Like I've said this a couple times. I think on the podcast yeah. even is he is a true artist. You, it is impossible to understand what he is doing, but. His mind is going ninety percent of the time. It's just wild the way he thinks and the way he. Yeah, acts. he's definitely got some mental disorders. Well, yeah, for sure, and that comes with honestly, that comes with the artist. Uh, I want to say mind. You know, they they seem to have. Well, more some of, of the that. best best art comes from people that have a, yes. a shade of autism. Yeah, that's true too. Um, but he's just he he says. I think for every ninety things he says that are just stupid and we could all forget about. There's 10 things he'll say that someone should write down and tell future generations. And his music's that way too, I, 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 I say, is, is for every 90 songs he has, just throw it in the garbage. But there are 10 that should last the test of time because they are profound, not because they're good, not because of this. maybe it's just the words he's using, maybe it's how he did it, whatever it is. He has that ability to say something sometimes that is so important that you should never forget it. And but like I said, ninety percent of the stuff he says drives me absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the nuts and bolts here. Okay, I guess. Where do we want to go first? How far are we? We don't even have my TV. We're forty-one minutes in. Are you sure? Forty-two <laughs> minutes in. We've been bullshitting for forty-two minutes. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> that was like fifteen. Nope. Solid 42. Okay. Where do we want to start? Uh, just go ahead and roll. What do you got? Well, I didn't really put these in any particular order. Pick so. one then. Um, let's, let's talk about the Hunter Biden emails. Ooh. So as we all know, Hunter Biden um, is in the news again. His hasn't left the news. Well, not well, either. he's not really been in the news if you talk if you watch the mainstream news, but yeah. So. His deals with Burisma and all that stuff have come up again with the emails. I'm sure you guys know that. We're like two weeks into this now. Um, but this stuff has exploded. His business partner has now come out and mm-hmm. said, I, ha- I have turned over everything to the FBI and we're probably all going to prison. And then um, another business associate of his has come forward who's already in prison who said he's, he's trying to work out a plea deal for a lesser sentence for what he's got for information that he has. Um, and we're talking, there's, there's apparently, um, there is money connections for sure. The FBI has verified the emails are real. Yep. The FBI has verified, um, the, actually the FBI came out and said that the IP address of the laptop that they found is in, is connected to a money laundering scheme. The FBI is looking at in Burisma. Interesting. Um, 
there is also a lot of stuff. It's, some of this is unverified still. The unverified things are the apparently kitty porn and kitty torture, kitty porn torture, whatever you want to call it, of Biden doing horrible, awful things to children. Um, there is also one that says one of a bunch of he has a bunch of pictures apparently. Um, one of the underage girls he has naked pictures of is his dead brother's daughter. Oh, good God. The one where he had the affair with his wife after his brother died. Yep, that one. So apparently his his niece's pictures are on there. And apparently he's in some of those photos with her. So these are all the unverified things that are still yet to come out. Um, and that's because there's a lot of legality with it. Like the, that information can't be... You can only share that with the law enforcement. You know, I mean, yeah, that's I the will only say legal this, out. There avenue. are sources out there that have gotten to look at New York police, right. New York City detectives that didn't say anything specifically, but they do this for a living. Yeah, and the shit made them want to throw up. Yeah, they and, and same thing with Anthony Weiner's computer. But even but even that, it's like those those people are technically trading in kitty porn, so it's like a very gray area on whether what they're doing is legal or not. Whether they are because if they're not in their official official capacity, that is still that would still fall under trading legal part. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I think that's how it works. Like you can't do that. They've made it pretty strict. You can't share kitty porn. You can't like send it to your buddy and be like. This needs to go to the, to the authorities. No, that's <laughs> send it to the authorities you yourself. You should have sent it to the authorities. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't live in that world. I guess that's true too. I, I want to throw know. those people out of helicopters. That's fair. Pedophiles, but uh, the wood chippers. But yeah, it's very, it's very gross stuff and very damning for the Biden family. And I hope it opens up into more family dealings with Washington D.C. and and, and yeah. politicians' well, children because I personally think. This money they're getting is taxpayer money, foreign, uh, foreign uh, affairs money that is going to these countries and getting wrapped through these, you know, getting laundered through these systems and then going right back to these politicians who are passing these massive foreign policy deals. That, could that be. is what I think is happening. So if I die soon, that's why. Because I think that. That could be. <laughs> um I don't know, man. I really think this has serious implications. There damn well should have serious implications on this race for president. I think a lot of independents have seen this, and, and they're kind of like, holy shit. I think that from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, the research I've done, sources I listen to, that China has got the Bidens by the balls. Because of this, this is yeah. This is same spectrum as Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's news on that too. Um, it's the same kind of deal. Although, you know, Epstein and Maxwell, Maxwell's um, father was big in with, uh, what's the big thing in Israel? Mossad. Mossad. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Like her dad's mm-hmm. buried in a place where people don't like, I am still a firm believer that Ghislaine Maxwell is the ringleader, not the very well could not be. the sidekick. I'm just saying, I think that or uh, at least it's higher. Ve- up it's the very chain, clear sorry. that Hunter Biden was selling influence. Yes, Compa- uh, to these countries from the information that's been in these, China that's been talked about so far. Yeah. China, China, Russia, Iran, um, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. There's many. There's many different countries that are on this list of of a potential. Um, 
The one that scares me the most is China. Well, yeah, of course, but that's just because it's China. I mean, that should terrify everyone, but it's no surprise. We have the potential to elect a man who is compromised. I mean, if, if, if what we're saying is true, if, if all this comes out and this is real, I have no problem at all saying every president since Reagan was bought and paid for for the same reason. Not all the realm of possibility. I'm serious. I mean, look at them. Look at who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all the best of friends. Their families are all the best of friends. And they all ran us down. The shitter. The shitter. And yeah. on purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they. Yeah, us, our manufacturing, they, our manufacturing, manufacturing, leaving the United States. I is 100% talk. all their fault. Yeah. It started with Bush. Yep. Senior. Clinton went with it. Exacerbated it to a lot of extent. That's really when it really accelerated. He gets all this credit for Reagan's economy booming, right? And Bush Jr. pretended to fight it, but made it worse. Yep. And then Obama pretended to do the opposite of Bush, but they all did the same thing. Everybody since Reagan, yep, has been what we now call the deep state. Mm-hmm. And they, political party be damned, they played the same game with the same chess pieces and pretended to be on whichever side of the board they said they were on. And that's why the establishment, whether either side of the aisle right now, oh, yeah. for the last, since 2015, when Trump walked down those elevators, escalator, have been shitting live chickens. They've either retired, or they fight him, or they pretend to like them. Yep. Which, there are a handful that are still pretending to like. I'll tell you this, Lindsey Graham. I don't trust him. The, the, the jury's out. I like a lot of what he has said in the last mm. four years. But I also know he's been there for a minute, and I know what he said four years before the four years. Yeah, I don't trust him. Exactly. I don't trust him. I think he's playing nice mm. because he knows if he doesn't, he's screwed. Yep. And his election race right now shows that people think the same way we're thinking. Yeah. Because he's kind of in a really tight race right now. Yep. If he loses, that sucks. But at the same time, I don't trust you. <laughs> <clears throat> this election cycle for sure and next election cycle – those are going to be the telling things of where this country's going. No, for sure. Are we going to stand up for our, for our liberty and our freedom and the way this country was founded, or are we going to flush it all down the shitter? I think we are. Last night I was in a, um, where was I last night? Oh, I don't know. No, it was not Waukegan. It's close to there, though. Antioch? No, south of there. Yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff going on up there. It was Waukegan area. We'll just say that. Very rich neighborhood. There was a big horse stable that was bigger than like my town. Um, <laughs> Not saying much. I can't remember where it was now. But either way, we were up there and uh, um, there was a Trump rally. And we are watching it and we are doing this and whatever. And um, I was blown away at the amount of support we received just on the side of a road. People honking their horns, people hanging out of their sunroofs, screaming, yeah. I mean, it was like 50 degrees. It's cold. Yeah. I mean, people cheering, Nipply. all that stuff. There was there was people, um, I mean, you had your, your people flipping you off, and there's a bunch of people drive by singing that, that F Trump song, F Donald Trump or whatever. It's it's really a smart guy move by whoever made that song because everybody that hates Donald Trump plays that all the time, and especially in round Trump people. Um, and it's just, to me, it's funny, but there was a little bit of people, you know, doing their crazy liberal madness, but for the most part, we were in the center of metropolis in, in, in the city. 
the support for Trump was out of this world. I think we're done. I think people are done rolling over. I think the people that didn't vote six, eight years ago because who cares are voting now. They're engaged. Yeah. And they're voting for Trump. Um, all of the old, anybody who was a voter in 2012 who didn't vote in 2012 is voting for Trump now. I'd say that's pretty close to fair. I, I, I think that's pretty accurate. Yep. Because that's that's the way everybody I've talked to who I knew that weren't in the political spectrum back then who are now, they're all very, very pro-Trump. And I'm actually, because <laughs> I'm the comrade, of course, I had to correct him a lot because they usually love him for the wrong reasons or they love him because of a lie or they love yeah. him because of something that he didn't do that they say he did or, you know. But, uh, but you know, they're learning too. You know, we all, the day you get into politics is the dumbest you will ever be when it comes to politics. And then over the years, you will learn the system. And then some of us, like me and Sasquatch and Justin, J-Bone, we have uh, very far pushed. And I just... I feel like I look back at where I was, even in 2016, at how ignorant I was to how the system works. And now looking at it and seeing how much of a, just almost a show it is. Mm -hmm. And how I feel like the people in the show are too embarrassed to admit it's a show. But I feel like it would do so much justice for the American people if they'd just be like, guys, you realize like we're all friends, right? Like We're just saying these things because we know that's what our side wants to hear. It's like, if you just be honest with us, we'd probably, we'd probably take this a little more seriously, but you're, you're getting emotions so heightened over this fake fight that's happening in Washington, D.C., and then the political punditry, like how, how they articulate things and how they twist things. It's just, there's so much to how it goes. When you first get into it, you're lost. Like You have no idea that half of the stuff that, like me and Sasquatch talk about this a lot, about how we got to break it down Barney-style for the, for the listeners, it's not because we're so much smarter than you. It's just because we've been in it so much longer than a lot of you. We're desensitized and, to it. And we're desensitized to how, like when they say something and it makes you enraged, the first thing I think of is I look at it and I go, ha, you sly bastard. I know why you said that. I know why you said it that way. Mm -hmm. And I know why you waited till right now to say it. You know, it's like, oh, you knew that two weeks ago. It's like, like this, uh, this, this thing that's going on with Biden right now. I am a firm believer that Giuliani's had this since mid-May, late, early June. Um, because he said something back then that alluded to me that he had something on the Bidens. And then it just coincidentally dropped right before the election in what we call the October surprise. Yeah. The thing that changes all the last-minute voters' minds. It's just a real thing. It happens every election. Never, Not usually this close. Usually it's in the beginning of October or in the you know late end of September, they well, just call it the October we, we're surprise. In extreme times, but yeah, I mean this is, and and that's the game. This is all quote unquote a game with drastic consequences. I'm not saying it's it, it's consequences. It is serious. Free. It's very serious, but it's a game, and yep. and and there's they're playing it, and and there's there are rules to it, and and that's one reason why Trump does so well is because he doesn't play by the rules at all. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, oh, and that pisses people off. Oh, it does. Yeah, damn it. These are the same people on the playground mm -hmm. when you're just better than them. Yeah, you cheated. 
No. This better than you. Well, when when we play one-on-one, you can only make three-pointers, and I'll make the layups. And it's like, I'm only good at layups, though. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. (laughs) They don't want you, they don't want to play you on fair ground. Yep. Because they know they can't win. So they make up all these rules that makes them better than everyone else. So when Trump walks in there and goes, wait, you're telling me all these rules aren't real rules, just no one's broken them before because they don't want to get yelled at? (laughs) Bitch, please. (laughs) I don't care what you think. (laughs) He's like, yell at me. See where that gets you. Yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's something. Yeah, but they're verified. Um, Definitely some shady shit going on. Yeah, it's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if Hillary Clinton pays a visit to old Hunter. Because she uh, said in the past, oh, they're all connected to this. No, I know. I, I have, I'm not doubting that. Um, I don't think they're going to off Hunter because of his past drug use. They can just, they can, I mean, he Well, can, I hear you there, but I'm just saying, when Hillary Clinton said if she's going down. Yeah. She's taking, taking them everybody everyone. with them. You talk you talk about dirty politics. I could see Hunter Biden overdosing very soon. Oh yeah. And I'm surprised Jesley Maxwell's still alive. And them using that overdose to attack Trump for being so mean to Biden. I could see it. Yeah. I no, I'm rolling I'm rolling real. my eyes because I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I just put that thought in your head and you're like, oh, that could be a thing. Yeah. Because that's how you get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get rid of this, this whole This is how thing. insane this is. That's the game. And we're talking about this. This shouldn't even be a thing. That's the game. It's ridiculous. These people should all be thrown in prison and the, th- the key thrown away. That's what's wild. That's what's wild. But yeah. And we've said it in the past. If Trump's doing dirty shit, we'll be on that train. Oh, if we'll it's find proven. It. <clears throat> yeah. It, and honest, I, I, nowadays, I think it's so impossible. I can't believe. I wouldn't. It'd be so hard to believe. Because they've dug into him so hard trying to find There's things. nothing. You would think they would have found. They had to have there found something. Nothing. Unless our intelligence community is really just that worthless. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's possible too. But, I mean. Let's it, be real. The main the media hasn't been, a, been the same when they tried to pull their October surprise bullshit in 2016. Mm-hmm. 20, yeah, no, yeah. it was 2015. 2015. With the Access Hollywood tape. They Oh, that was 16. Was it 16? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, it was. Yeah. I'm losing my mind. No, you're good. It was five years ago. 2016, when they dropped that Access Hollywood porn. What? I said it was five years ago, and now I'm like, it wasn't wasn't even four. When they dropped that Access Hollywood piece, where Trump said he could grab him by the pussy. Yeah. That would have killed any other campaign. Yeah. and, And they haven't recovered from that. Yeah, and Trump was just like, yeah, I mean, it was locker room talk. I mean. I say dirty things when I'm around guys. And then every guy in the country was like, well, I mean, yeah, we, we, we're not, yeah, that's what we The think. ones that actually spent time in the locker room. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, I know. But I mean, even even the ones that didn't, I mean, they stood around in their little nerd fest jerk, circle jerks and talked about the same <laughs> shit we did. The only difference is, is we actually got the girls. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Sorry. Yep. It's the cards we drew, all right? I, what guy... If if you were that Trump's ugly as hell, let's be real. You're not gonna physically find that man attractive. What you find attractive about him is his personality and his power and his money and his fame. 
Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's not implausible for that to happen. I don't think he was a necessarily ugly man. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just days, saying, but 70 year old Trump, yeah, is not an attractive man. That's let's fair. just put it like this. He, that's absolutely probably 100 percent true. Women throw themselves at him. He's famous and rich. Well, yeah. What he said about is it, like you don't even have to ask him. You just kiss him. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't being a rapist, crazy. He no. was. It's the celebrity thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many male actors do you hear about that get their dick grabbed or their ass? Freaking Tim McGraw had a concert. What was that? Five, six, it was before Trump. It was, it was probably almost a decade ago now. I remember it so vividly because this girl grabbed his pants and ripped them <laughs> and, she, and he punched her in the face. <laughs> and he ended up getting away with it because like she grabbed his dick and as her hand like ran down his leg, it got caught in a hole and yeah. she just ripped his pants off. And he like reached over, grabbed her arm and just fucking jacked her in the face on the, on the, uh, in the middle of the concert. And it was a huge thing. He, like, he punched a woman. And then the story came out of what happened. Everybody was like, well, I mean, yeah, that was sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many times has that happened to to, to male celebrities? They do, or, or even, I mean, definitely female celebrities. It definitely happens to them. They usually have a little better security for such things. Yeah. But I mean, these things happen. They do. People throw themselves at celebrities. Donald Trump is a celebrity, especially in New York City okay. around the Let's time be before real. presidency. Let's be real. These people in the media and these celebrities, they loved him. Before All he started to run for president. All of them did. How many well, rap, again, how many rap songs money. did you hear? I don't know. How many rap songs were there out there? I want to be like Donald Trump. Yeah. Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me in now. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and again, they were attracted to his money and his power yeah. and his name and, and all that came with it. You know, they may not like him, but they respected him. Exactly. And there were a lot of people that did like him. Mm. Muhammad Ali liked him. Um, Isn't Russell Simmons like his best friend? I don't know. I thought they were tight. I wouldn't doubt it. Russell Simmons is an incredible person. There's a documentary about him that everyone should listen to. It's it's on a podcast. I can't remember what it's called. But you should listen to that after you listen to all of our episodes. (laughs) Minus the first like five to ten when we sucked. Um, seven. First seven. seven. First seven. First seven. First seven over your house. Oh, that's. I'm not talking even about the acoustics. I'm talking about the, our quality. Oh, no. We got a lot better when we got over here. It was a little more structured. Well, that's fair. But, uh, um, unlike today, it's great. <laughs> and he has a very interesting life. I could, I could see him being best friends with Donald Trump, not because their personalities clash, just because of what kind of person Russell Simmons is. Yeah. Or was. I will say was because of the documentary. And I'm leaving on that cliffhanger. Look it up. There's a Russell Simmons documentary. It's amazing. Fine. Dandy. Okay. We talked about Hunter. We did. This debate last week was off the chain. Yeah. It was off. It was awesome. I love every second about Trump bitched so much about how the debate was going to go with the mute button and the whatever. Mm-hmm. All it did was help him. It helped him. It made it made him. It's all it needed it. to happen. If he would have done that the first debate, we would not be talking about anything other than this is going to be yeah a landslide. And I don't know if Rush is a hundred percent on point, but he mentioned it last week that he thought that Trump was going through something in that last in that first debate because it was so un-Trump. Yeah, he wasn't himself, and I'll agree with that. He wasn't. I just thought he was so flustered 
and you just couldn't get well, his mouth shut. Well, he tested, he popped positive not long after it. Yeah, but I don't think that's where he got, or where, I don't think he had it yet. Wasn't it at the Rose Garden after that when they think he got it? Because there was a bunch of people pop positive, and the media was trying to spin it that Trump gave it to everybody, but it seems like one of the reporters or cameramen or somebody was one that was the one that was positive before, and he is the one that probably spread it to everybody else at the Rose Garden. I don't know. But, you know, what do they say in the uh, gestation rate for that is? You can have... Well, it it, it varies. I, I think it's the, it's I think all the average, garbage science. Yes, I'm just saying, yes. you can feel like, a few symptoms before you pop positive for it. Yeah, yeah. I think the the normal range or the average now, when we have all the science that's coming back, is like three to five days of of, of not showing symptoms where you could be symptom, where you could be contagious. Yeah. Um, but m- a lot of people are actually contagious when they start. Like most people are contagious when they start showing symptoms. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't speak. Most people are contagious when they start showing symptoms. Um, m- honestly, the people that are not showing symptoms who have the virus are not as contagious because you spread the virus through water droplets, right? That's coughing, sneezing, yelling, screaming, that kind of thing. Normal breath is not expelling the virus at a rate to where it's going to infect you in the normal public. You might infect your family because you are usually much closer to them, but yeah. your normal personal bubble is protecting you unless you are symptomatic. And that's where the six feet social distancing comes in. That's where masks are effective. That's where all of that comes into play. And that is where the science stops telling you the facts. Yeah, but yeah, what he bitched about the most, and you know, I think he knew. I think he knew it was going to help him. It's fair, but yeah, we we said this when we gave our post game review of the first debate. Man, if he would have just shut up and let Biden talk, he would have showed his dementia and how stupid he is and what a liar he is. It was great, and I'll get you know what. It was the we we know that the moderator is probably biased. But I thought she did a good job. I did too. I think it was. I think it was very well done. I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about that. I agree. She definitely hit Trump more than she hit Biden. But her questions to Biden were fair. Her questions to Trump were not absolutely unfair. Mm. She didn't really cater to Biden. She didn't let Biden own the world. I was uh, yeah, I was impressed. That was good moderating. I, I I would say that was good moderating. Um, speaking of the debate, you got that bike. I'm ready. All right, let's see. We're good. Yeah, let we her good? play. No, well, don't play it yet. Okay. So, oh, yeah, that's fair. Quite a zinger. We'll give we'll, we'll, we'll tee it up a little bit. So, they were talking about fracking mm-hmm. and natural gas. Well, actually, it came up with climate change. Right. What? Why is this? That's another thing about this damn debate. Usually, traditionally, the last debate is heavily foreign policy. They didn't ask a single foreign policy question. They changed the whole damn yeah. thing because trying to protect Biden. Yep. Anyway, they were talking about climate change of all things. Why is that? Why this is such a big deal? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know because they're crazy. Right. Whatever. They were arguing about natural gas and fracking. And Biden said, I've never, you know, they're arguing about it. And Trump held him the task. 
and we've got a soundbite we put together, and then you can find on our website, our our YouTube channel, and our Facebook. So yeah, go it up, Tom. It's pretty great. I did show the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. I'm starting it over. Okay. And, and what about fracking? All right. Now, let me, let me, have, have, let me allow Vice President Biden to respond. I never said I oppose fracking. You said it I, on tape. I did show the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. Allow us, Mr. President. No more. No new fracking. We, we are, we are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Well, like, what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. the pipe? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. Yep. And Trump actually did follow through with that as well. <laughs> Show the tape. He did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was hoping he'd use ours, but whatever. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> it's He listens. It's okay. I know he does. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean the amount of times that I mean Biden straight up admitted to getting rid of the oil industry mm -hmm. and fracking and stuff after that obviously but yeah trump kept pushing his buttons and eventually he said it and, and trump was just like oh oh that's a big statement right there that's a yeah you hear that pennsylvania did you hear that ohio <laughs> oh but uh, trump had a rally in pennsylvania and he played something similar <laughs> yeah i mean i it would it would be surprising to me if pennsylvania votes biden um they voted for Obama, and Obama screwed them big time. And you know that well because you were out there. I was out there. I was homeless because of it. Um, and during that time, I mean, I suffered. But, I mean, some of those guys, man, some of my friends out there that, I mean, you want to talk about losing everything. I mean, I couldn't find a job out there because I had an Illinois ID. <clears throat> and just about everywhere was like our entire state just went just 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 went Tits un up. unemployed like we're helping people from Pennsylvania yeah and i mean i probably could have complained about that but i mean why they're right i can come here which is into what happened but i mean it was bad and they got trump in 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 16 and i mean it would after what they've done out there to turn things around, which it has. I have a lot of my friends that they're not doing as good as they were when Trump, when, when Obama ruined everything, but they're doing a hell of a lot better than they were. Yeah. And so, I mean, it goes, it goes Biden. I'd be suspect. Yeah. I'd be very suspect of the election. It's going to be a shit show. I honestly think that the only way that Biden has a prayer is if they, Dick it up after the uh, dick the numbers after yeah after the debate I am very weary that Biden wins it all yeah. before I was like yeah I, I don't think they can I don't think they can screw the numbers enough 
I don't. I hope not, because they're damn well going to try. I know. I know. I don't. Like, before, that was my concern. I was concerned that they were going to screw the numbers, and I was like, why didn't Trump get voter ID, voter protections put in place in his first term? That was the most important thing he could have done. And I was like, that's how he's going to lose the second term. I hope this is a bigger landslide than Reagan Dukakis. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's gonna be a landslide because they're gonna they're gonna screw the numbers. Yeah. But I think there's gonna be so many people that vote Trump, they're not going to be able to put up the same amount of numbers the other way because it's gonna show. It'll it'll, it'll show voter fraud. Yeah, I hope so. Well, and we've had there's been a lot of early voting going on too. Yeah, record. Uh, Thirty five million. I heard. Yeah, that's a lot. Was the last number I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened today. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, I don't even. Did they vote on the weekend? In early voting? What was that? Did I? I don't know if I read the story from yesterday to today, but Trump voted, dropped off. Oh, that was today. Was today. So maybe some states do do voting. Yeah, the weekends. I don't know. Do do? I'm not in all fifty states. Me neither. I'm going to the polls on election day. Heck, I don't even know if Illinois does weekend voting for early voting. I don't really care. I'm, I'm going done. to yeah, the polls on election day. Yeah, samesies. And we'll be here. Hopefully live streaming the whole thing. I'm going to get, get Trump 2020 tattooed on my forehead when I walk in there and see if they turn me away for political advertising. <laughs> we can get you like a henna tattoo or something. No, nah, because I think they can make me take that off. But if it's a real tattoo, they can't. I'm committed. Put I'm a headband on, brother. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, put a bandana on, brother. <laughs> that's for when I'm 90. My road running tattoo across my face. <laughs> that's, my, that's my goal is when I, get to the, when I, when I turn 90, I'm going to get a road running tattoo on my I face. I saw... I got a face tattoo. I saw like a meme story on Facebook of there was a grandma uh-huh. that said, "If I make it to ninety, I'm gonna get a pink mohawk," and that I bitch mean, did. Dude, hell yes! I want, I want one. I want, I want all these things. When I'm <laughs> ninety, I'm going to look like a 1998 emu kid. <laughs> what did you say? I said emu, and I meant emo. <laughs> emu, is, emu is an animal, sir. <laughs> All right. Emo kid. Yeah. 1998? That's goth. Oh, then that. That's what I am. Emo was like mid-2000s, and so that was awful. Oh, yeah. We knew some of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't listen. Back in our ba- back show. in my college days, <laughs> we had a big party house that we all partied at. <laughs> and we had a corner of the house that we dubbed the emo corner. And that's where all those people hung out. That person we're thinking of, you think he's listening to the show? We did not tell them they could not party with us. There's your people if you want to be weird. Well, they're weird. Well, that's where they went. Yeah. Not going to lie. There are some hot goth chicks and some hot emo chicks. Yeah, you don't date them this time of year, though. If, no. they're, if they're coming on you this time of year, it's because of a sacrifice. Pass it up. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Anything else on the debate? Nothing. All right. What else we got? Illinois. Rona, 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 Rona. What? <laughs> Sorry. That worked really well, actually. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with COVID? Um, COVID is craziness. Illinois is going through lockdown 2.0, which here at Orphans of the American Dream, we told you it was going to happen a long time ago. Um, and it's here. Um, they're getting really close to saying the whole state. Um, numbers keep going up, even though the last two days we've had low numbers, but they're still saying it's going up. Testing is still through the roof. There is a there's a um, graphic out there that shows the daily testing and the daily positives and how they go up conjecturally together. And the positive percentage rate actually doesn't change that much when you go by the amount of tests that have actually been done. 
or it doesn't go up at all. I think it is going up currently, but that's because it's young people are like, okay, this is dumb. We're going outside. We're getting COVID and we're surviving it. And it's fine. Just like my, my dad, my dad got COVID. He survived it. My dad's girlfriend got COVID. He, she survived it. It's going to happen. People are going to get it. It's not going to go away. That, that was the, that was the argument nope. from the anti-lockdown crowd in the beginning was like, what are we going to do? Just, just lock down until the virus disappears. It's never going to go away. Yep. We have to open up so people get it. So we get over it. Yep. That's the only way you do this. Yep. And um, so, yeah, the, the facts are starting to come out. The stuff that we were saying in May and, and early June and even early May is coming to fruition. And the CDC and the health experts are starting to say the same things we said. The data never changed, but their position has now because they can't hide it anymore. Um, lockdown 2.0 is here. And they're closing down restaurants, even though all the data shows that restaurants are the second lowest reason for outbreaks the highest being uh, elderly care facilities mm-hmm. uh, long-term, long-term care, care facilities nursing yeah. homes nursing homes um, hospitals yep. uh, but these these they're closing down bars and restaurants why I think the graphic I saw it had 49 for bars and restaurants that was how many cases came out of there in like let's say this a month whatever the time frame was in the same amount of time frame, there was 2,170 cases that came out of the long care, long-term care facilities. And we're closing down bars and restaurants. We're not adding any protections to long care, long-term care facilities. I don't know why I can't say that. But we're Just not, say nursing homes. Yeah, we're not adding any protections to nursing homes, but we are going to shut down bars and restaurants. Wait a minute. I'll, I want to pause you there. Pause me. Because I know a little more about long-term yes. care facilities. I have a grandma that lives in one. Yes. I have a brother that works in one. Right. They are locked down. They are, but nothing is changing from yesterday to today. But bars and restaurants are. Even though there was 2,000 cases that came out of long-term care yes. facilities. Yes. But nothing, but 49 Nothing's that came changing. out of... Right. Well... The, the lockdown is staying the same yes. with long-term care facilities, whereas yeah. restaurants is being stricter over 49 cases when there was 2,000 cases in long-term care. What I'm saying is maybe that's where we should start focusing our lockdown procedures on. I'm not saying they're not doing enough. I'm not saying there's anything we can do to change what's happening to long-term care facilities. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there is. No. But what I'm saying is but closing down... But that's where we need to protect. Yes. What I'm saying now is closing down bars and restaurants is not changing anything. No, it's not. And the data suggests so. Even though Pritzker says there's piles of studies that show bars and restaurants are super spreader locations. And it's like, no, all the data shows the exact opposite. Maybe if you're in there with your disgusting... Pumpkin-headed, disgusting, dripping mouth. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I listen every morning. (laughs) Thanks, man, Cal. Yeah. That's just so good. Speaking of... of, If this dripping mouth is in there, then yeah, it's probably a super spreader. Speaking of how many cheeseburgers headed. do you think he could, he could eat at one time? Oh, at least 70. I mean, we're big dudes. We're not big like Pritzker. We're six foot plus tall, burly mother, mother, mother brothers. Right. Max testosterone types. Yep. No need for roids here. That's true. <laughs> I got um, the red, white, and blue running through my veins. Well, speaking of Governor Pugsley, um, what's he trying to push right now? Pugsley? Yeah. What's he trying to push? All sorts of bullshit. Fair tax. There it is. Spending lots of his own money on propaganda ads. Millions. And we have a propaganda ad for you right now. 
We got it. We got it. And I'm a. Gosh darn! I, I shut the button off. I forgot we had one. I'm telling you, are you ready? We're ready. Because I was perfectly timed. Yeah, All I right. didn't want the static from the cord. I'm yeah, a Democrat, and I'm a Republican. These days, we don't see eye to eye on much. But one thing we do agree on is we don't like to pay taxes, especially when the wealthy aren't paying their fair share. And that's why we both support the fair tax. Under the fair tax, millionaires and billionaires will be forced to pay more. And 97% of us will get a tax cut. When was the last time you heard of something like that? Getting a tax cut, making the wealthy pay more? That's even something we can agree on. <laughs> First of all, Illinoisans, I'm a Republican. They don't talk like that. We don't talk like that here. We don't talk like that here. Maybe at the very southern tip where it's close to Kentucky. They don't even talk like that there. They don't. They really don't. That was anyway, strange. so the Republican in that ad, his name's Ty Peterson. Oh, tell me about Ty. So Peterson worked for Illinois' largest public employee union, which mm. is strongly supporting the tax hike. Go figure. Ask me. What? It'd be ask me. Yeah, you know. Because of that work, he now benefits from a controversial pension sweetener provision that allowed him to take a taxpayer-funded retirement despite working for the state, get this, mm -hmm. for just one year. Yes. I know many in this, in this same boat. Peterson, 58 of Vienna, is labeled a Republican in the ads. Broadcast in southern and central Illinois and on YouTube everywhere. I just mm -hmm. saw it a little while ago. Yeah. Couldn't hit skip fast enough. Right. <laughs> Unmentioned is his work as a staffer for the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employee Council 31, where he earned $95,122 in 2015 and was still listed as an employee in July of 2019. That council put over $6.8 million into political campaigns from 2013 to 2017, with nearly three-fourths of, of it going to Democrats. Peterson in 2017 began collecting a state pension now worth $27,500 a year, according to the Illinois State Employees Retirement System records. For one year of work. A loophole in the state law allowed him to work for the state for a year and buy $42,655 in state pension credits for his years as a union worker. <laughs> he lists himself as a former employee of AFS. CME, and the Illinois Department of Corrections. Ask me. Yep. Less than two years after retiring at the age of 55, Peterson recouped his entire investment. Mm -hmm. In fact, due to automatic compounding 3% raises each year, Peterson will draw pension benefits totaling more than $1.1 million if he lives to the age of 85. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. He's a Republican. No, no. <laughs> he likes Pritzker because Pritzker helps unions. Yep. Man, anything I could do to help my daddy. The yeah. one paying the bills. Yeah. Can yeah, we go pause? I want to make one more point. One more. You, you get one more point. Well, listen, I'm going to go back to the debates quick. Oh, okay. It was pretty stark. And it's pretty stark regardless of where you are at. At the state Politic. level. Yeah. Or at the national level, president. State, like local races, if you look at the vast majorities of the races, Republican, Democrat, mm -hmm. Republicans are 
giving you a picture of individual responsibility and freedom. Yeah. Lower taxes. The Democrats part of it is, I mean, it's, it was stark watching the debate. Mm-hmm. Free market, government's your daddy. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not even hiding it anymore. You used to hide it. Yeah. They used to like hide it under programs, social programs. Is that Now they're just saying, no, the government should control everything. No. And they want that. And I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, Trump has not been great no, at he not hasn't. doing that. He has been insanely amazing at making our government smaller. He has not helped and he, he has, he's done both. You know, I'll give him both. Because yeah. he did deregulate a shitload in the very beginning. But he has also done things that have made our government much bigger. And he's had um, problems. I'm not going to give him a pass. Mm-hmm. But when you have to work with lunatics. Yes. Yeah. You got to Where they pass the bills. Again, it goes back to us. You got to play the game. He, they, has he knows the game. Let's just put it this way. He has not had support. No. The first two years before the midterms yeah. in 2018, the leadership sucked. And he had everything he could possibly need to do what he had to do, but there was still a lot of anti-Trumper holdouts until, until that first midterm mm-hmm. and they all got wiped and they realized, oh, the people actually like Trump. Yep. When that happened, everything changed. That's why I think this election, we're about to see everything go back red because the people who are running are not anti-Trump Republicans. Yep. Those guys are gone. And that's what we need. And I, I agree with what I'm saying. And that's they what, think we we had we had the house. The Republicans yeah, we, had, they the, had house. the house, but it was full. Of and they shit had banks. it. They had it for three elections. Yeah, and they lost it because of anti-Trump Republicans not winning their elections because the Trump people wouldn't vote for them. Yep. You think that the House is still the Democrats after this? Not well, a chance. Hope not. Not a chance. Now the Senate could go blue. That's a concern. I don't see the house going blue at all. I think the house is going to go red, red, red. I do. Well, hopefully hope. I'm right. Hopefully I'm right. God forbid the Senate goes blue because yeah. then he's, they're just going to impeach him. Yeah. House be damned. Well, I guess they would need the house to send they'd have, documents. Well, so the they would have to that. have some help. I mean, they'd have yeah. to have a pretty decent sized majority to get it through. And then they're going to have to have one of the Supreme Court justices to say that they have, a, they have something. Yeah. Which... Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, they'll be asking for the three. Yeah, but even to even them, themselves. even them. I mean, well, that's fine. But even even they're only gonna get one because only one of them makes the choice. It's the chief justice. Well, that's not good for Trump. Well, no, it doesn't matter. I don't think there's anyone on the court that would pervert the system that much. Sotomayor, even even uh, Kagan, they they weren't or aren't that type they're they will use the court to push their ideology i don't think any so i don't even think ruth bader ginsburg would have perverted the court to benefit against freedom against the right of the people you know it's different you you can you can you can twist the words and say I'm ruling this way because I believe the Constitution is an evolving document over time. But you cannot say the reason why I let them impeach him is because I hate him. Or the reason I let him them impeach him is because the case they gave 
may not have been strong enough, but he doesn't deserve to be president. You can't get away with that. And I think they all understand that. And I don't think any of them would do that. They've all been justices long enough to at least have enough we'll respect hope. for that. We'll hope. It's Washington. I don't, I don't, I, I don't leave. I'm an optimist and you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust them. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not in love with his, uh, I don't know enough about Barrett. She seems like a pretty solid chick. So did Kavanaugh to a lot of people. I don't like Kavanaugh. I don't like Kavanaugh. They could have sunk. Thousands of people they could have. And honestly, I'm not huge on Barrett for the same reason. She was also a, a Bush judge. No. Not a Maybe she would have worked in. She clerked for Scalia. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. She did something. She was a professor. What am I thinking of? I, mean, I, might, be, I might be thinking of Kavanaugh and thought yeah, it was her. I, Kavanaugh had a lot to do with the Patriot Act. Yeah. I don't like that. And they could have sunk his damn boat if they wouldn't be so ardent on keeping it. Yeah. If, if they would have moved away from the rape and gang rape BS they were, they were arguing about Kavanaugh and would have focused on the fact that he wrote the, the Patriot Act, you would have saw a lot more conservatives been like, Trump, you need to pick somebody else. Yeah, exactly. But one, oh. they didn't want anybody to focus on that. Yeah. And two, I think they wanted him on the court. Could be. I don't know. The powers. The anyway, speaking of courts. Okay, moving on. The Darren <laughs> Bailey's lawsuit. Oh, yes. Was lumped in with a bunch of other courts, and they denied Pritzker's motion. To vacate. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So, it's not over. There's new contempt charges being drawn up Yes, now. that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But Pritzker, it's the way the court system goes. Ping pong, back and forth, yeah. takes forever, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, who knows? But that's a good thing, Martha. <laughs> um, back to the propaganda of the fair tax. Um, I saw a screenshot of what it's going to read on the ballot and it is like one sentence and it scares me, <laughs> but you guys remember that blue booklet that came out, um, that they sent out from the secretary of state's office. Um, yeah, they had to send that out by law. Cost a lot of money, but whatever. Um, I'm looking for my pull quote I was going to pull off of. It's not on that one. Sorry. Nope, that's not the right one either. I got too many tabs open. Um, gosh darn it. Anyway, this, this fair tax... What they're telling you is not true. And there's so much disinformation out there. I mean, the the ads out there for this thing are calling the ads against it propaganda. Yeah. Typical. It's ridiculous. Typical Democrat playbook right there. Accuse the other side of what you're guilty of yourself. Um, It's just insane. So this proposed amendment grants the state authority to impose higher income tax rates on higher income levels, which is how the federal government and a majority of the other states do it. The amendment would remove the portion of the revenue article of the Illinois Constitution that is sometimes referred to as the flat tax that requires all taxes on income to be at the same rate. The amendment does not itself change tax rates. It gives the state the ability to impose higher taxes on those with higher income levels and lower income taxes tax rates on those with middle or lower income levels. You are asked to decide whether the proposed amendment should be become part of the Illinois state constitution. 
which is misleading. Absolutely. That's what the blue book says. No, what it does. You already go over that? Um, um, you can go ahead. No, go for no, it. No, go ahead. All right. What it does is it gives... All right. The easiest way to explain this is to explain how things are now and then go into it that way. So the way things are now, if Congress wants to raise taxes, they have to come to us with an amendment and change the Constitution. Yep. That is amazing. That gives such a good power to the people to make us... We are required to be re- asked. If which which is the way it should be. Yes. The government works for us, not the other and way that, around. And that is the way things as important as taxes were decided. That is how it was oh, it's supposed to be this way. We're like one of the few states that still has it this way, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, something exciting to know, when they did the gas tax, that's why that isn't that way anymore. The gas tax has risen like four times since you voted on it. You didn't know that because they don't have to ask you anymore. The same thing is about to happen to our regular taxes because what this amendment does is it takes out the requirement to ask us. It gives them the ability to amend the Constitution and raise taxes whenever the Congress sees fit. The problem there is we don't have a Congress that represents the people of Illinois. That's why it's so nice that if that ever was to happen like it is right now, the people still have to, to give consent to raise taxes. If this passes, we're screwed. They're going to raise the taxes on the rich. That's what they say. That's what they're going to do. I promise you they will. And they will probably, I bet you they give a tax cut to anyone who makes less than $400,000 a year. I bet they do. And then in two years, Every month, your paycheck could be different because they're going to raise and lower taxes as they see fit to make the budget work. During a budget year or during during a budget month, watch taxes go through the roof just to cover holes. We get an audit done? Oh, my goodness. They're going to be able to raise and lower taxes whenever they, whenever they get together and say so. Mm-hmm. And they're always going to say so because we only have one party in this country, in this state. Yeah. This is terrifying. It they is terrifying. Should, we should not We're going to give the same power. corrupt politicians that have run this state into the ground for years upon years upon years. We haven't had a balanced, true balanced budget since the 90s with Jim Edgar. And I would say he's more of a Democrat than a Republican. Right. Even though he lists himself as one and he's against Trump. Typical puss move. <laughs> um, we're going to give the same corrupt leadership. The ability to tax us at their whim. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to raise the rich. on. If you trust that, you're an idiot. You are an absolute idiot. And you should not breed. If you think that that is what is going to happen and that's the only thing that's going to happen, you shouldn't be allowed to breed. You should have the self-control to not breed. They will... They will complete... The flushing of this state, state's toilet. We will be completely down. There'll be nothing left. This state, in my opinion, is almost going to Sodom and Gomorrah levels. If this happens, kiss Illinois goodbye. End scene. Beautiful. Beautifully done. No no more takes. That was perfect. Yep. Go to orphansoftheamericandream.com. We got a store. You can buy shit. It's awesome. We have really cool t-shirts. And we have a Trump mug 
It says still your president, but it's black. Well, hold on. It, go ahead. It, oh. do, it doesn't say still your president until you put hot water in it. Yeah, that's the part that I didn't even know about. I want like I want I want to buy boxes of these things and just hand them out at like a Biden event. I want all of I want to give these to as many Democrats as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and they won't even know. Yeah. Until they put their first cup of coffee in it, that might be after the election, and that would be even better. It. I. I just want to have everyone just needs to buy cases and cases of these mugs and just hand them out for free. It's worth the investment. It's. It's better than donating to Trump's campaign. Yep. I'm fully convinced. Orphansoftheamericandream.com on the store tab. You can do that. It's beautiful. Also, Facebook, Orphans of the American Dream. You guys do a fantastic job of interacting with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure more people probably interact with it than we know. Well, actually, we're being super censored again. Yeah. Um, we were we were raising, not like tooting our own horn or anything, but we keep track of the metrics and how we're doing with content. So it shows like, okay, we're doing what do people like. We were raising like what two hundred to four hundred members every week and a half, two weeks, something like that. Yeah, we're was, getting a lot of followers. It was pretty and, decent. We had, a, we had a decent amount of followers raising. The last month, we have uh, dropped five and raised six <laughs> in the last month. <laughs> um, our shares, our content, like stuff, has been has been like way, way, way down where it used to be. And I mean, this is the most important time. People are on Facebook engaged. I mean, we were having things getting shared fifteen hundred times, and that Biden video we shared, which was a blockbuster, it's been it it's exploded, but the levels are so low, mm-hmm. um, it just kind of like exploded and then disappeared. Yep. And I'm seeing that. I don't see our stuff on my feed anymore. And I used to see it all the time. I have it set so I see it first. It is what it is. Um, It is. But anyway, we have a YouTube channel. I'm sure if you just type in Orphans of the American Dream, you'll find it. I can't tell you 100% what it is. When when you go on Google, we are almost every uh, uh, result on the first page. I don't use the Google. I hear you. I do still. I use the, uh, what's the other one? Duck, 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 duck go. go. Duck, duck, go, yeah. Yep, duck, duck, goose. It's a fun game. Yeah. Play it in the woods with the ducks. No, there's no ducks <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> yes, he plays are. it with the emus in the woods, probably. There are emus. We're friends. Of course we are. There are no enemies in the forest. <laughs> Except for the hunters? Yep. <laughs> oh, so now you're a tree-hugging Sasquatch. Nope. Trapped in people, I trapped him. No, I mean, there's too many of some animals. That's fair. Just not Sasquatches. It's not Sasquatches. I don't like. I don't, I don't like. I don't like to breed. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Uh, <laughs> uh, what is that movie? True Wilderness, something like that. I don't know. But they they hunt a Sasquatch and they find one, and it's it's just a slapsticks comedy. But it just reminded me of this. Is they're like the entire movie is them trying to find Sasquatch. Who's in it? I can't remember what his name is. Real dorky, goofy guy from like early two thousands. Is it without a paddle? No, it's that one of those guys is in it. Oh, okay. I think, but I can't remember. Anyway, moving on. They they find this, it's basically the, his dad was a documentary nature okay. photographer or whatever or a uh, documentarist or whatever documentarist. Sure. Um, and he <laughs> he like that make up my own words. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they find Sasquatch, and the first thing they do is they just shoot the crap out of him. I mean, there's like they they like unload all of their rounds and kill Sasquatch, and it's like, oh, of course you would. And it was just hilarious because, 
I'm sorry. I, I see he's he's starting to cry. I think he knew her. It was a female Sasquatch. That's why I don't like to breed. Killed my love. I'm sorry. Anyway, whatever. Fine. <laughs> this has been an exciting episode. Such a shitbag communist. Whatever. Anyway, you can find us on the YouTube page. We're going to start posting videos. You'll be able to watch this, what we're doing now, soon. We're working on it. Um, Twitter's is, is uh, at OAD underscore studios. Parlor is the same, I think. Mm-hmm. Go there, follow us, do the things. If you think that, like we think that our main Facebook page, they're going to flush it down the toilet, we have a backup. It's called Orphans of the American Dream Podcast. You can like that. And if they shut the main one down, we'll go to that. Not el- Nothing else, we'll go to the others. And uh, by all means, we have a website. Yeah. If we got to resort to that, we will. Yeah, we're set there still. And the YouTube, I'm sure, will stay up and we'll have the videos and stuff there for a while until they shut that down if they do. Yep. I mean, we, I think we got to be pretty big before YouTube starts messing with us. Facebook's the one that's really getting the small guys. Yeah. If nothing else, we'll contact Alex Jones. We'll get on Bandot Video. That's right. Brother. Brother. <laughs> anyway, don't buy the official story. Keep your head on a swivel. Love each other for Pete's sake. Peace, mother brothers. Yeah.